What's up, world? This is Scar. This is Ed. And we are the Laughing Hyenas. Tonight's episode. Oh, tonight's a good one. Have you ever walked in Trayvon's shoes? Trayvon Martin. Have you ever been pulled over racially profiled, roughed up, jacked up, fucked fucked up? up. Have you ever, literally, when I say have you ever, I want to hear your stories of have you ever. Yes, leave a message, leave a message, call in. pulled over. You get to the side of the road, you look over, and you got pistols in your face. Pistols, hands up, hands on the steering wheel, all the above. And you ain't done nothing. Don't even know why they pulled you over. To deserve having a a pistol drawn on you, and you ain't done anything. Bro, you ain't broke no laws, and you have done nothing at all. Doing the speed limit. That would deserve getting pulled over. And having a gun stuck in stuck in your face. There. How does it feel, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> what makes it what makes it rough in the, in the in the world we live in today? Because Scar, you know as well as I do. That's right. Twenty years ago, things were totally different. Hell, ten years ago, things were totally different. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, I would I would admit. But that's that when it begun. <laughs> oh yeah. It well, it, it really began in the late nineties. Late nineties. That's when it really. 17, us, 18. You know, Trayvon was 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. And for us, it really started to change in the late 90s. Now, maybe for some of you all out there in you know, Radio Land. It might be happening now. It, it, it might be happening for y'all now, or it might have happened in the in the 80s or whatever. But for Scar and I, the late 90s was that pivotal point in our life where we went from driving and being able to hang out with our, our homies, you know, and, and, and ride in our cars, beat the stereo, smoke us a little weed, you know what I mean? You know, we wasn't out we wasn't out to get into trouble. You know, and I'm doing air quotes. I know y'all can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes with the word trouble because all we did was just being teenagers. Was being teenagers, hanging out with each other. Uh, we wasn't out robbing liquor, liquor stores or trying to rob dope dealers. Being cat burglars. Uh, exactly. Or trying to break into people's houses and steal their shit. All we wanted to do, especially during the summer. Them golden years. It was get off work. All of us meet up at, say, your house. Your house. Or, yeah, my house. Or, you know, and, and all of us would get together, make up some type of, you know, skit or whatever you want to call it for the night about what what we're going to do and where we're going to go. And do just that. And, and live and just ride out, smoke weed, beat the stereo because we were big music listeners. But we still are now. Yes. Yeah. But back but back then, like, I mean, we were like heavy on music. We, 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 we kept up with all the new artists that come out, all the new songs that uh, uh, even older artists we're coming out with. We kept up with. So, literally, that's all we did. But see, out of all the times that we got pulled over. All the times. Which was, I, I mean, I'm not trying. <laughs> more than, I'm not trying more to, than just I'm, one or two or three. Yeah, and we're not trying to brag or anything because I promise you, neither. I, I can speak for Scott. Nothing was easy. Nothing was easy. We're not bragging about all the times that we got pulled over, pistols drawn and everything. I promise you we're not bragging because I... I, I'm for one, and, and damn sure not proud. I'm ashamed uh, of getting, getting a, drawn, exactly. a gun even drawn though, down on me. Even though every time we got pulled over, guns drawn, we never did anything 
that warranted a gun, a gun being pulled and, and and put in our faces when we got pulled over. That's all right. the times we did, not once did we ever do anything wrong. Oh my bad, that, that actually warranted it. So, in these days, I, they I, don't stand a chance. Exactly, and in these days, that they, they officers are more quick to pull a pull a gun, pull a gun. On a, on a, uh, uh, then to tell you what you're being pulled over exactly. for. Exactly, it's almost like they're. It ain't even. It ain't even a probable cause, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost like officers now are are more scared, skittish, exactly, and trigger happy, trigger happy. Before they've even, I guess what I, I guess you'd say, you know, stepped stepped up on you or whatever, so that. They can ask you for your driver's license or registration. Why well, I gotta whatever. have a gun pointed at me before they ask me for that's, my that's, license that's and what I'm registration? Talking about. See, back then they they didn't. At all times we had our pistols drawn in our faces. They still, yeah, they they had the pistols drawn and they still said, you know, hey, put your hands on on, on we want to see your hands on the steering wheel. So we would have our hands on the steering wheel. If they told us to hang them out the window, we hung them out the window. But like once they. Once they saw that, you know, our hands are, are, you know, in the free and clear or whatever, and they approached the vehicle and they got us out, whether it been the times that I've been pulled over, the times that you've been pulled over, or when we were pulled over pulled together. Over together. And but, just, but just treat me like a law-abiding citizen. I buy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I buy this. Pay I taxes. buy that. I pay taxes. My mama, my daddy, your mama, your daddy, your sister, cousin, and her friend. But when they pulled us out of the car... Within the first five minutes, they asked us for our driver's license, registration. Do know, we have any like guns, that. weapons, and drugs? Yeah, and they always... Why, we, why, we, why that got to be the first three <laughs> questions that you ask? Exactly. They always ask us, is there any guns or dope in the car? They always ask us that. When these cops back then, they didn't know us. We didn't know them. Now... You oh, think they cared to know us? Well, if you if you actually look back on it, Scar, within the first couple of years that we started hanging out from the time of 16 to 18 years old, every cop in the Center Point area got to know our names, like by by memory. Like when they saw when they saw your certain car and they saw my certain car, they knew it was such your and car. Such. They yeah, knew yeah, yeah, it was yeah. such and such. So that's when the the profiling. Ramped Star. up, yeah. That's when it ramped. When they when they finally got to know us, to where they knew our vehicles, they knew where we lived, they knew our stomping grounds, they knew our hangout spots. Mm-hmm. Then they didn't. They didn't just use racial profiling. It was a game changer. They they, they started using these these uh, areas that we hung out in, or the routes we would take when we would drive, like say from. Mine in your neighborhood, because you know we grew up in the same neighborhood. That's so right. They they actually got to learn the routes that we would take to say we left our neighborhood and we're going to the movie theater. They knew what route we were going to take. That's right. So we started mixing it up and, and, and reroute and taking real and reroute. But then they that it, literally within days they they would catch on to our new routes, and so then that one would one would post up on one route, another one would post up on another. So they they literally started. To get to know us intimately, and I mean, to where they knew the routes we took. Like I said, they knew us by name. They knew what cars we drove. They 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 knew, uh, like, not just what areas we wanted to hang out in, but they got to know, like, when I say intimate, I mean they literally got to know everything about us. Like, 
our uh, daily routines. Yes, like when football season started, they knew on Saturdays where we'll be at. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just where we'd be at, but when certain games were on, because you know each week you know you play a different team. You know, I'm you know I'm a huge Auburn fan, mm-hmm. and they would know what time the Auburn game comes on, and then what time the Alabama game comes on. Mm-hmm. And so during those times, they they knew that they didn't have to go looking for us because nine times out of ten. We were at our spots that we would always go watch football on. That's and, right. And, That's right. And, and uh, so when those games went off, they knew, all right, Auburn's off TV, Alabama's off TV, mm-hmm. all right, Scar, Ed, and the rest of and the rest I, of the hyenas. The rest, rest of the hyenas that we all, we all, we all, our own clique, mm-hmm. they knew what we were going to do, and they used that to their advantage and use it against us. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started pulling us over more and more and more. And not just pulling us over, but pulling us over with guns drawn. That's right. And so, guys out there, when you when you hear this, please hit the message button and leave us a voice message so that we can, we want to respond to y'all's messages. Because any, it matters. any and all messages y'all send us, I promise you, Scar and, and Ed are going to listen to every single one of them. And on our next podcast, which we'll we'll be doing tomorrow, we will answer any and all whatever's that y'all leave whatever messages that uh, the voicemails you know the messages whatever that they leave. If y'all ask us questions or y'all tell us y'all's story about you know how y'all were racially profiled and how y'all were pulled over, guns drawn, leaving. Walgreens, your home, <laughs> your mammy's house, your, your the trap your, house, your trap house, your girl's house, you know, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter on the message what you what you tell us. Just it, leave the just message. leave the message so that we can get back to you guys on our next podcast. And if you want to leave your name, you know that's 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 cool. That, that's cool. We we will actually call you out, not call you out, but use your name. On, on our, in reference to on our next podcast, you know, we'll say that you know Kristen Jones left us this voice message and her her story of being pulled over, guns drawn. This is what happened to her. So mm-hmm. you know what, you know, Kristen, you know, we'll use your name and and, and respond on our next podcast, which you know, like I said, you know, it's gonna be tomorrow night. So please leave a I, message. I want to leave. I want to hear all of you. And it, like I said, even if it's just uh, only remotely. Uh, uh, connected to this uh, podcast tonight's podcast uh, 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 episode episode three. episode three the uh, the title you know even if it's remotely connected to it that's fine leave the message anyways we're still gonna listen to them and we're still gonna respond to them so please that's why we're using this podcast tonight is to hear y'all's story about. Y'all's Trayvon. Nothing but the moments. truth. Nothing but the truth. Because anytime you're having guns drawn, anytime you're being rolled up on, laid down on the ground, on the concrete, <laughs> guns drawn to your head with force, uh, yep. not being protected, but being served with force, uh, yep. it matters. Not just black lives matters, Caucasian lives matters, yep. Indians, Italians, whatever your na- whatever your race, race is. is. It, doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. Scar and I, we don't see color we don't see race you know all we see is people that's all I just, that's the only thing that's when I, when all I, around the world is when, people. when we when we leave the house and we go to work or we go to the liquor store to pick up a bottle or whatever all we see is people everywhere 
Uh, yeah, I look to my right at a red light. We don't see labels, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. There's a, there's a lady and her daughter in, in the car next to me. All right, well, I'm not looking at her as that's a black lady and a black girl. I look at it as that's just a woman and her daughter. We're not judges. Just, it, exactly. We do not judge. All we're going to do is listen to y'all's messages. Please leave them. And we're going to respond tomorrow night. Now, our actual, I guess you would say, Trayvon Martin moments. You know, Scar and I have actually got several. I know he's got several that... Got plenty. He got pulled plenty over in the arsenal by himself, and you know I have my fair share of being pulled all time, over. all times of the day, all times of the, the night. night. And, and, being out there in the wilderness, y'all know what I'm <laughs> referencing to. Yeah, and what was actually kind of ironic is Scar and I have actually been pulled over together, together in the same vehicle, same vehicle more than once, more than once, and. Not just leaving our neighborhood, but literally leaving and leaving and coming to just about any place you can think of. You know, if you if you ask us, uh, you know, Scar Ed, were y'all ever gun, guns drawn down on, say, leaving your grandma's Which house time? on Easter? Which time? Exactly. That's what that's what I'm getting at. It it, it doesn't matter if you ask us. Uh, you know where where we was leaving from, or, or, or I've or had more. Run, it seemed like we have more run-ins than run-outs. What well, exits? Exactly, exactly. You know when it, when when is it when is it ever gonna stop? You know the last three <coughs> weeks, leaving the leaving leaving the job site. You know I've been followed, trailed oh, yeah. to my residence. Yes. You know when when does it stop? They know they know who's behind the wheel. And for miles, I'm not talking miles. about. I'm not talking about you left your job site. And, and 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 came home and it will say a uh, 45 minute ride. Well, that 45 minute ride would probably be roughly I don't know probably a good 30 35 mile. Man, drive. it could be it could be 10 minutes. Oh yeah, but what I'm saying is we've even had them to where. Oh yes. Where they literally followed morning, us noon, and night, ladies from, and gentlemen, from the job site and literally have thought when, I, when when we say followed us for miles and miles. Trailed us. We, stalked us. We mean, you know, they followed us for 25, Prayed 30, on us. 35 miles and never, never lit us up. Never. Never pulled us over, ladies and gentlemen. They, they would follow, and literally, all the, way to that, to, all the way to the neighborhood. But then, the next day, they would post up outside that same exact job site that we were at the day before. And wait on you. And as soon as we get off and we pull out the parking lot or we pull out the driveway, mm-hmm. they literally pulled us over within the first block. But Knowing yet, where we would. But yet the day before, they followed us all the way to the crib. All mm-hmm. the way to the crib. Mm-hmm. But yet tonight, they all of a sudden, we make it half a block. And they and they and they flashing their high beams. Light, yep, yeah, light lights up. You know how uh, MGK lights up. Oh yeah, they light they light up. They light up. They light up all the way lit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and the and the times, the times now compared to the way the times were in Back the late nineties. That's right. That's right. I, I had to. I, I'd have to say that. For us, they have changed yet because we've gotten older. We've gotten more mature. And we're, but for we're the ones that's out there, for like our nephews, our, our, our sons and daughters. Our sons and daughters, yeah. Totally, totally. I don't I don't know which would be a better time to live in because now they shooting you on sight. No, no. 
you know whether, whether you know what to do or whether you don't know what to do. They're blasting on site. They're yeah. not giving you the opportunity I to think, state your claim. I think to, tonight, I mean, not tonight, but today's way more rough. Yes, it's, it's way, mean, it's, 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 it's not even complicated. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 sh they're, they're shooting you, shooting you down. They don't even have no, no, uh, no, um. Oh, check out what happened in Toledo that we watched last, last night. Last night's episode, wasn't an episode, but we seen it online. Before Power came on last night, we actually watched a Facebook video upload that somebody had videoed, recorded, mm -hmm. and uploaded to Facebook. And this happened in Toledo. An officer shot a 13-year-old in the back. In the back and in the head. And they said that he was running away. On a bicycle? On a, yep, on a bicycle. And they shot him in the back. What was he running from? It 13, had to be them. 13. As many cops as I've seen, it had to be them. Mm. Oh, oh, and you remember the uh, 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 the lady that was standing out in the crowd that was standing there towards the back and she was constantly hollering at that one officer? Mm -hmm. And come to find out, it was a white officer and a black kid. White, that, white on black, black on white. Oh no, it don't matter. You know, it, I mean, it don't matter because it goes both ways. It goes all ways, sideways. You know, whatever, whatever but, the angle is. But what was what what like like the kicker or whatever you want to call it was, wasn't just because he was a, a white officer shooting uh, an African American male that was thirteen years old at that. <laughs> Literally. But what the kicker was was they cordoned off like they always do with the police tape and, and, and everything and, and they covered they covered the body the 13 year old's body uh -huh. and but you know because they have CSI you know that you know I, even even though I know I know there's a, a TV show CSI but you know they really you know do that type stuff yeah, yeah. well they covered his body they had uh excuse me I'm sorry <laughs> I got uh, uh acid reflux anyway they uh, covered the street. Remember, they lined the, they lined the streets with, with all the, the police officers, mm -hmm. block, blocking the road mm -hmm. with, with the uh, police cruisers and, and everything. And the officer that shot the child was still on the scene. And gonna get paid me. And, and, exactly. And uh, uh, it showed on on the video that we were watching. He still had his pistol on his side. You think he was gonna give it up? No, but I know that I, I know that uh, uh, police like uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Detective protocol. 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 Okay. If, okay. If, a, if a if a police officer fires his weapon, he has it, to turn if it. If one or what, the sergeant or whatever, okay. when they shows up, when he shows up on scene, when the sergeant shows up, mm -hmm. he is supposed to turn his firearm over to the sergeant. The sergeant turns around and gives his firearm. It's on his side, registered to him. You know, his, the serial numbers and everything. You know, registered he doesn't to him. give that to the officer. Yes, he he is supposed to give that, that to the to the officer who whoever he was that, that, that fired the, the so shot. So he'll have a gun on. Yes, yeah, so he has. So he still has a gun, but his gun is taken automatically entered into evidence so that they can do ballistics testing and everything to make sure that okay, you know, this bullet in that's inside this person, when they do remove that it, is the they right do bullet. a ballistics test to make sure that okay, I, even though they know for a fact that's the <laughs> that's that's the shooter. The protocol is they still have to take and they still have to run the test. Okay. Well the, like I said, the kicker was not that they uh 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 took his weapon and, you know, the sergeant gave him his 
the, the kicker was was that he was still on the actual uh, ground. <laughs> yeah, the actual you know cordon off area, the actual scene of the crime. They never got his body off. And, and, exactly. But, they never hauled it off. They and, never called a coroner. Exactly. And the officer that did it was still on the scene. He and once they took his uh, uh, pistol from him, and sergeant gave him his pistol. Technically, he is under investigation along with the 13-year-old, you know, because technically he must have been doing something that was illegal. Let me say, he, he might not have been doing anything at all that mm-hmm. was illegal. You know, he, he could have been standing there, oh, like in Rich Homie Kwan's uh, video. But, uh, uh, remember at, at, at the beginning of that uh, video when it shows that kid standing there and you hear the cop saying, get your hands out of, out of your pockets and sit down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, technically, that, 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 that 13-year-old in Toledo yesterday could have been doing nothing, standing there with his hands in his pocket. And the cop, that, that white cop that, that, that shot him could have been like, hey, man, get your hands out of your pockets and, and, and had his gun drawn on him. And let's say he pulled his hands out of his pockets and... He might have thought, "Oh my God, he's got a he's got a weapon," mm-hmm. and shot him in the back. You know, like I said, I, I still don't understand why he shot him in the back and got shot twice in the back, mm-hmm. once in the head, once in the back. Uh, but if he was doing something illegal, then they're doing a crime investigation. You know, for whatever he was, he did. But yet, the white officer that shot him was still on the scene. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. The kicker is he was still on the scene. He, he was supposed to have been taken downtown mm-hmm. and investigated by an investigator and asked questions. Okay, now start from the beginning of how this happened. Like you were driving down the road and you saw him or, you know, whatever it is. Just just tell me your story from start to begin. So why was he still at the scene? That's what I don't understand is why was he still at the scene? We don't understand, ladies and gentlemen. And, and probably that, never will understand, ladies and gentlemen. And that's, that, that, that's, that's, again, that's a part of tonight's episode is, is your Trayvon Martin moments we want to hear. You know, whatever, whatever, however, you know, just please click the message button and leave us a message. All right. I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one of my, my, uh, Moments. Tra- Trayvon Martin moments. You know, I've got I've got several. I am not proud of them by any means at all. I promise you I'm not. But one of my guns drawn, like one of my good ones, would be my car broke down. My brother and I worked together at the farmer's market right here in uh, 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 Smoking Ham. Smoking Ham? Yep, Smoking Ham. Alabama, you know how it is down here. <laughs> so, anyways, my car breaks down. Me and my brother have to ride with the guy we work with. All right, on the way home one night, we ain't been riding with this guy like four or five days or whatever. Mm-hmm. On the way home, cop gets behind us, automatically lights us up. Coming up 59, we don't even get the Red Mountain Expressway. All right, lights us up before we can even get all four wheels in the emergency lane. We've got 30 cops surrounding us, or more, or Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. Lights on, surrounding us, left side, right side. They done pulled in the front of us, slamming on the brake, pinning us in. We got 20 of them behind us. Before we could even get to a full stop, every one of those officers was 
out of their car, pistols drawn. I had so many nine millimeters in my face. I, I, I just know I can count. Well, they accused us of having a stolen vehicle. That was the whole reason they pulled, supposedly pulled us over. Probable cause. Mm. That, oh, that's, that's right. That was their probable cause mm-hmm. of pulling us over is that we had a stolen vehicle. I, well, we had weed on us because we were actually in the middle of smoking weed when the cop got behind us. That's so, right. so we automatically knew, okay, hey, you know, we got get all the weed together. You got a pipe? All right, give me the pipe. My brother handled all that. My brother took care of all of it. Uh, out of all them cops that was there that drawn down on us, every one of them searched that vehicle and not one of them found our weed pipes or our weed. Uh, one of those Jesus moments. Exactly. That, and and, and I, that, that, hey, that's, that, that's, that's a, a discussion for another topic. But, I mean, another uh, uh, podcast. So we, we, we definitely going to be looking into the whole... I guess you would say your Jesus moment of not getting in trouble. Close calls. And technically you should have, but you got lucky by the, by. Should have been under the jail. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to save that, that one for another. Hopefully we'll be able to do that maybe tomorrow. On, on well, tomorrow. tomorrow is scars tonight. <coughs> on telling his Trayvon story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is all you at. Okay. This is your okay. segment. This is your episode. Okay. Okay. You know, this is Trayvon so, week. Okay, so what? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. We're going to do Trayvon Week. That's right. So, anyways, they pulled us over. Car stolen. You know, my homeboy's got the title to the car, right, the, the, the uh, tag receipt, everything in, 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 the, in the glove compartment. Uh, but I don't understand how they can say we got a stolen car. So, to make a long story short, they turn around and they did the most amazing thing that a cop has ever done to me or my brother or my friend. What'd they do? They apologized. The apology, ladies the and gentlemen. First first and probably only time they'll, they've, they've ever apologized. But they apologized to us for accusing us of having a stolen vehicle. And when we realized what they have done and started asking for badge numbers, they scattered like roaches. We literally couldn't could not get out of the car fast enough to, to ask for badge numbers and names, and they were gone. So that's you know that that's basically my one of my Trayvon Martin moments. Like I said, I got several. I am not proud of it by no means at all. I promise you, I'm not. But that's just one of my you know Trayvon Martin. Moments. When the when the when the law is against you, by all means. When the law is against you all over the world, we're talking global. Mm. This just don't happen to us. This happens to everyone in society. Yes. yes. When, we, when you're being a law-abiding citizen and <clears throat> the law is totally against you and lets you know that in every shape, form, or fashion. And that, yeah, there are, there are a lot of laws that I think are designed to be against to you. To be against you. To make stop signs. To make red lights. To make certain counties money. It's like an automatic money maker every month. It's all about the money, man. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's all. But uh, law but, enforcement. But you can't buy life. Oh no! You damn sure you can't buy your way into no, heaven. No. Might be able to buy your way into hell. And, well, you, you you can't buy yourself into not dying. Yeah, you can't even, you can't even buy yourself into not dying. That's right. I mean, I don't care how much money you got. When somebody's standing there with, with a pistol 
drawn down on you. I don't care if it's a cop. I don't care if it's a firefighter or even President Trump's dumbass got a pistol pointed at me. I don't care how much money I got if the person that's drawn down on you is drawn down on you, then if they don't want money, what do they want? Then, you know, if you ain't got what they want, yeah, they might kill you anyway. They pull. That's what I'm saying. They pull the trigger. It don't matter. That's what I'm saying. You can't even. You can't even buy your own life. So that's right. So, so in in this world today, literally in this world today, because of how bad law enforcement has gotten, and like I said, I know that not every single law enforcement is worse. I know that every law enforcement officer in this, in, in in our country is just you know a complete. Bad, you know, rotten, scound, scound, scandalous, uh, scoundrel, uh, scoundrel, you know, uh, police officer or sheriff's deputy. I know that we've actually got good officers out there. We're just talking about the ones that make the rest of them look bad. That's we're right. Ta- we're talking about those hey, officers. The apple don't fall too uh, far from, from the, the tree. tree. Exactly. That's a perfect analogy. Well, tonight's episode, you hear from Ed. And Scar. I mean, and Scar I'm like, <laughs> Tomorrow's episode will be from Scar. And we're just here to let you know, this is Trayvon's week in his name, Trayvon Martin. Yep. Yep. Honoring him. Because we know all over the world, everybody had a Trayvon moment. Oh, yes. I guarantee you, in, in every country in this entire world, there's been a Trayvon Martin, actual Trayvon Martin moment. Absolutely. So this is Ed. It's, this is Scar. Scar and Ed. <laughs> and uh, we're signing off. So uh, leave y'all's messages. Please leave your message. Please, Please. leave your message. And, we're uh, going to respond to every one of them. And tomorrow's episode will be continued. So, yep, Have you ever had a Trayvon moment? Have you ever been in his shoes, ladies and gentlemen? We're signing off. This is Ed. This is Scar. We'll pick y'all tomorrow. All right, world. We out.